So what's your reaction to this? It's a day, it's a decent, um, and, uh, I don't know. I mean, emotionally confused because uh, I really don't understand when you have paid 1,000 uh, learners that are unplaced and you try to spread them across the province for other schools to accept them. And uh, the schools will say we can't take them because they're speaking a certain language, even if we assure them that will give you uh, resources to give support to those children, even if it demonstrates that the numbers in that school are dwindling. But if the court says uh, we can't place those 55 learners in that school, we just have to accept and work on other alternatives. But uh, as I said, uh, I really feel that our children are denied access to study together, play together, and learn together purely because they speak a different language. But if the court says we can't do it, uh, we just have to accept it. What, is, what was the court's rationale behind its decision? Well, it's, it's, it's mainly on three important aspects. Uh, I'm told uh, they feel that uh, the district director does not have the power to instruct the school to change uh, that mission policy, uh, something that we dispute because we really believe that uh, the department can be in a position on the basis of the numbers that we have uh, persuade the school to accept additional numbers. But second is the issue of language. Uh, the judge feels very strongly uh, that uh, the language of that particular school is Africans and any other pressure to admit learners that speak in a, a different language, he feels that is not fair. Uh, we dispute that because there are many schools that have changed from Africans to English. Not all schools were joined uh, Africans and English medium. The schools that were Africans, they changed to English. So this one can also go through that process. That is why we have uh, immediately advised our uh, legal representatives to uh, to appeal this judgment. We really believe uh, it can set a dangerous precedent if we allow it to go ahead because it means there are certain schools that are going to be no-call uh, zones for our own children. Uh, there are certain schools that will be exclusive for a certain uh, language group. And I think if you allow that in a democratic country that has 11 of, uh, official languages, it will send uh, a wrong president. And that is why it's should uh, let's place this judgment uh, on appeal. Mm. I know one of the things that you are arguing is that the school itself is the only high school, I think, uh, in, in that area. In that area. So why do you no. think you, you failed to convince the school that it would, you know, really deny, just in terms of demographically speaking, five suburbs which are multiracial communities? Well, it is so. Uh, democracy allows people to resist. So they've resisted and the court has agreed with them, but uh, we must leave them alone. So unless we change it uh, uh, through appeal and everything, it means that we must leave them alone. They don't want to interact with our children. They don't want our children to play and study together. They really believe the education of their children is more important than the education of any other child. So if the court concurs, um, let's respect that decision and then put another fight through the appeal process. Mm. But the school itself has denied that it's using Afrikaans as a tool to exclude the students. Um, So do you think there's some more now today that will say, uh, I agree that I'm excluding people deliberately? No one will do that. Uh, Remember... (laughs) Uh, now, the charism has changed car lights. It's not like that explicit of black and white. Just like new models of car, the old BMW changes every day. And the new races, they change every day. 
uh, they are no longer uh, races that will just separate you uh, on the base of race. They use other mechanisms and other systems, like the new model of BMW. So it does not remain stagnant. It changes. Even sophisticated races, they move with times. And that's the reason we found ourselves in the situation where we are today. They've moved with time. They're using other mechanisms. They're using other systems to ensure that uh, their privileged interests are protected. Hmm. So just uh, how many such schools do you struggle with in terms of this issue of determining whether or not schools should accommodate uh, all and sundry as in any uh, child in this country who's constitutionally um, has a right to attend a school in their area and who are resisting that, whether they say it's because of capacity, whether they say it's because of language. Just if you were to do a quick study, how many such schools do you um, have trouble with in Gauteng? We've identified 21 schools, and that's the reason why I believe we must take this matter on appeal, because if we don't, definitely even the 21 schools uh, will take the same posture, my argument is that uh, we have no choice but to request that uh, a separate court or a different court must just rule them this much. Because between one schools, I can tell you, speak to people that are in Centurion, speak to people that are in Pretoria North, speak to people that are in Fourway, speak to people that are in the South. They know there is a school just next to them, but they can't take their children there. And the only reason they can't take their children there is because they're speaking a different language. Is it illegal to, differ, to speak a different language? I want to disagree. There are 11 official languages and children can study together. Come to the township. There's no single school that is a POSA school. People are even embracing English and Africans in all our township schools. But those that believe that privileges are more important by denying everyone the right to learn in, in their schools. The demographics around those schools have changed. It's not people that are moving from the township going to the schools. Are people? These are people that are staying next to the school because they can afford to buy houses there. They can afford to be around the particular school, but they're denied purely because they're speaking a different language. And the court today, unfortunately, contact with them. So we just have to accept and uh, uh, mount a new fight through the appeal process. Okay. Thank you so much. Gauteng Education, MEC Panyanza Lisufi. So um, we're adding this to our talking point. What's your reaction? So uh, the World School Overval has uh, won its fight. It's a free and school. It's won its case at the Pretoria High Court uh, that uh, they can exclude English-speaking learners because uh, they feel they don't have uh, space or the staff. The department had said, we'll help you with this. The court has now uh, ruled in the school's favor.